Hi, and welcome back to Pessimism and Pop-Tarts. You are currently getting ready to listen to episode three of four on our series of We Are Family. In this episode, we talk about our mother's side of the family. We're here to speak the truth. Damn right. Our truth, as we experienced it. Say it loud, say it proud. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. And then retreat in shame. Proof that not everyone gets equal share of the gene pool. They're all dead. Burnt down after a strange mopping episode. Her father's going to kill me. He said, well, it was an accident. How can you get in trouble for an accident? And I was like, well, welcome to my house. That's everybody's house, right? That's, that's, yeah, we're good? Okay, good. All right, we're all on the same page. And my kids at the time were so fucking cute. Yeah. I mean, they really were. You're not lying. Grandma Lois says, you know, cute in the crib, home only at the table. Hey, Ryan, that sounds terrible. Why would you share that story? Why did that bring you joy? First of all, you're listening to the wrong podcast. But second of all, because it does. Okay, I don't have to explain or justify myself to you. So anyway, just shut up and listen to the story. Can you let me finish? Quit interrupting. Such a sarcastic prick. God, he's great. I do have diva energy. You uh, really do. That's <laughs> a gift. It's a gift. Uh, hmm. I bet you take it down a notch, princess. Feel far superior, sir. <laughs> well, I'm glad that's the reason and not all the other reasons you should feel superior. Oh, we could make a list. Oh, let's not. Let's you, not. We don't you, want I to see you got a the pen audience. there and some paper. Mm, oh, let's not. You know what? Okay. You're so superior, but it's you can't figure list. out It's a big list. You should turn that page if we're going to. Mm, yeah. Mm bitch had receipts it's all about me it's the Sandra <laughs> show that's the new name I'm a big girl now Talkspace it's therapy on your side <laughs> alright if you fuckers don't become a sponsor at this point so let's talk a bit about speaking let's go about uh, talking about Ma let's talk about her family a bit okay I mean, she had her parents being Florence, Grandma Flo, and David, Grandpa Dave, that is the Petropolis side Which of the family. Which our brother is named after, obviously. Yes. Um, Apple couldn't have fell further. Um, Actually, he's named after both grandparents because it's David William. That is true. It is It is David William. Uh, you can definitely see who mom's preference was. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Being a little facetious, but also, eh, it's funny because it's true. But... Um, and still could not have fell further away. Meanwhile, yeah. I'm named after a soap opera character or whatever, so I'm not even going <laughs> to go there. Um, I don't I don't know. When I was young, she was like, you're named after Christopher Robin on Winnie the Pooh, but we thought you might be functionally stupid, so we didn't want to name you Christopher because you might not be able to spell it. And your dad said that if your name was Robin, you'd get your ass kicked for being a fag. <laughs> So these are all real conversations. I'm not just using language for fun. These things happened. Um, and I'm not going to couch the language um, because it was inappropriate then too. Cause I was like five. So whatever. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So that's how I got the name Ryan Christopher instead of Christopher Ryan or Christopher Robin. Gee, thanks dad. Way to stand up for me on that. You don't want me to get my butt kicked for being gay. <laughs> for being named Robin. Uh, 
the Robin Williams had a pretty banging career at the time and still did up until his death. So those two are as grandma and grandpa Van Dyke, grandma Lois and grandpa Bill are cute being together is how polar opposite <laughs> grandpa David, grandma Flo uh, were and uh, grandma Flo may her memory be eternal. And you'll notice me say that a lot. Cause I mean, somebody's dead. Uh-huh. Um, Grandma Flo always meant well. Before or after she baby trapped our grandfather? Uh, she meant well then too. She meant well for herself. <laughs> she did baby trap our grandfather. No doubt about that. Um, that was a thing. Uh, she really wanted out of the household she was in. It was abusive. Uh-huh. You know, her parents... Grandma and Grandpa Ewald, great grandma and grandpa, definitely partiers. Yeah. You know, sometimes they had to drink because they were awake. Uh-huh. And that's when they drank, when they were awake. But great grandma Ewald was a classy lady. <laughs> okay. And let me tell you why. Do do tell. Because she is a classy lady, because she understood that non-filtered Chesterfields were inappropriate for a lady. So when filtered cigarettes came around, she switched to filtered because <laughs> she's a lady. God bless. To go with her boiler maker. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. <laughs> that was chased with a beer. I don't, it, anyway, I remember going to their house cause they lived in like outside Grand Haven and like dad would, be like, oh, I gotta go to your grandparents' house. I gotta take this long drive, all 30 minutes of it. We get down there, and dad would get shit faced with great grandpa. Holy balls. I don't know. I mean, sure, there's like a lot of rumors about him being, you know, having some friends in Chicago that, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a whole thing. That's actually pretty well documented, unfortunately, <laughs> um, including his legless brother. Like completely legless? He wasn't originally, but after he said something to the wrong person, <laughs> oh, no. he he played the train track game too, but only he was tied down. Woof. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. And then the police institutionalized him for mental illness. Well, oh. you know, you got to be crazy to narc. Yeah. So anyway, our family's great. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> uh, so anyway, things got warm in Chicago and they moved to Grand Haven. So, um. And that's when our grandparents met. Grandma, I I have a copy of it. Her what? Her card. Grandma Flo's card. What card? For when she turned sixteen. Oh. Okay. I don't know. In like Chicago, at the time it gave you some sort of legal rights. Like maybe you were allowed to go outside without your parents unchaperoned or something. <laughs> okay. I don't know. It was it was different time. So, but yeah, yeah, I got a copy of it. Um, very hard to forge. It's just a printed card in cursive that's written sign <laughs> cursive. Anyway. So yeah, they're very different people. Like grandma, I mean, she always meant well, a little, little spacey. Uh huh. Um, oh yes. Had trouble with depth perception, at least while driving. <laughs> Understand when she drove. When she, yeah, when she drove. Because if anybody drove, else got behind the wheel of a car, those are two different. You're right. Actions. She she thought she was in a Tesla long before there was Tesla. She's like, this thing just goes by itself, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> the two pedals, because, you know, when I got in the car with her the first time, she already had an automatic at the time. There's only two pedals mm-hmm. and they only have two options. They're Correct. both either on or off. Uh-huh. The accelerator's all the way down or the brake's all the way down. There's no... There's no in between. Yeah, you better have that fucking seatbelt on if you're sitting in the front seat with grandma, because your teeth are going to meet that dash. Oh, yeah. Is, there, is, that a, is that a stop? Oh, it's a stop sign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's only been there for 30 years, grandma. <laughs> and they've always been octagons that are red. This, this stop sign is outside your house. You can see it from your kitchen window. Exactly. It's like, how is this a thing? <laughs> But she sometimes she had to pick me up from school like if I was sick. Oh yeah, that, that uh, was always an experience. And I was always like, oh man, I'm just I'm just throwing up and on fire. I don't think <laughs> I don't I don't think you need to call my grandma. No, no, you got to go. You got to get. You got to leave the school. You've been throwing up, so you got to go. I'm like, I, I think I'm going to be fine. Like you're having cold sweats. <laughs> I don't think I want to get in the car. Oh, it's fine. Your grandma's great. I saw her at bingo and um, I, I bowl with her in the same league. Say- She's lovely. And it's like, what? Yeah, it's going to be nice to see Flo. She's great. And I'm like, oh, she doesn't drive good. I'm glad she can <laughs> bowl. But I don't know that that qualifies you to drive. <laughs> and I was always scared half to death every time. And then, but she'd be like, get something to eat and i'm like you know you picked me up because i threw up all over myself and i'm sweating like ice cubes right yes grandma i would like food <laughs> or grandpa pick you up and you're like that's probably because of all that crap you're eating you know you just had a healthy diet <laughs> right. you know ah god i can't tell you what you know have you pooped recently that's probably <laughs> did you out. have bread this morning <laughs> exactly that's what started this whole thing it's like what about mashed potatoes? You put too much pepper on the mashed potatoes. <laughs> yeah, Are you constipated? You gotta, yeah, you gotta, you, I see you eat. Too scared to get your green beans and your mashed potatoes together. You know, they all go to the same place anyway. That's why your body's all messed up, you know? <laughs> what do you mean you can't have your food touching? It all goes to the same place. Yeah, yeah. It all comes out the same place, too. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You pooping okay. What? What's going on here? At, at the Thanksgiving dinner table. Yes, as, yes. We're sh- as we're shoveling, um, uh, oh gosh, what is it? Sweet potato. Mm, yams, yeah. Yeah, okay, yams. Yep. Sugar, sugared yams into our face. Oh, by the way, fun fact. Fun Thanksgiving fun fact. Are you ready? At the table of two of us, which one of the two of us has never sat at the adults' table at a family gathering in that house? Listen, I don't appreciate <laughs> your sassy ass sitting right here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I remember Scott and I, the last time there was a gathering, Scott and I are sitting at the kids' table in the other room with Josh and Jenna and Amy and uh, my ex-wife, and we're just sitting there, our cousin Scott, and I'm just looking at him. I'm like, I'm like, how the fuck does this work? <laughs> you know? He's like, uh, I don't know, man. I was like, I don't think they're ever going to let us sit up at the grown-ups table. And then he's like, I don't think so either. And he's like, oddly, we're the only one with grown-up jobs in this fucking room. And I'm like, I know. He's a teacher. And I don't know if I call it a grown-up job. He gets summers off. So he's still only part-time. <laughs> yeah, how'd you teachers I, like that? I know. I know you guys. Yeah, I know you guys like that. So I'll never forget one of the first um, Thanksgiving or Christmas dinners that I brought Nate over to Grandpa's house. Mm-hmm. And the children's table is always set up on the three-season porch. That's right. So you better fucking wear your coat out there yeah, if you want to eat dinner. The kids' table is on the three-season porch in November in Michigan. Uh-huh. Just 
okay, yeah, you figured that out. You put that together. I'm proud of you. Yep. Yeah. They never did. <sighs> <laughs> but um, our Uncle Gary <coughs> um, brought his, invited to this family function, his brother-in-law and the oldest child of this brother-in-law. These people we've never met. Like, I realize it's the holidays. It's about family, whatever. But these two fucking people got to sit at the main table while Nate and I sat by ourselves out on the three-season porch. That seems Thanksgiving. Right. Yeah, it seems right. We're yeah. in college. Mm-hmm. What? It, I'm 40. <laughs> Fuck you. I've still never sat at the dinner table. In fact, I don't even know that I've ever been. I don't think I've. No bullshit. I don't think I've ever even so much as had a cookie at that table. Oh. Ever. Like, I have never been allowed to have a seat at that table. And oh, it's a nice I fucking table. feel far superior, sir. <laughs> well, I'm glad that's the reason and not all the other reasons you should feel superior. Oh, we could make a list. Oh, let's not. Let's you, not. We don't you, want to I see you got a the pen audience. there and some paper. Mm, yeah, let's not. You know what? Okay. You're so superior, but it's you can't figure out It's a big list. You should turn that page if we're gonna. Mm, yeah. Mm. Right small. <sighs> good thing I got this 5.5 millimeter pen. Yeah, good. Mm. One minute later. Um. All right. So we were doing things. Uh. Fuck. Where? Where? What were we talking about? <laughs> we okay. So we started talking about Grandma Florence. Oh. Okay. Okay. I remember. I left off at uh, you telling me about how you're going to make a list and bore the audience. Yeah. Back to it. Rude. Uh. Yeah. Of course it was rude. So was you talking about how great you are and making me feel inferior just because it's factual. I'm so- just giving the audience what they want. You know, if I had feelings, they'd be hurt right now. <sighs> Sorry. Mm. Side note, I didn't even know Gary had siblings for sure. I've heard rumors of it. Right. But I've never seen them. They might be buried in a backyard somewhere. <laughs> um, you know what? Yeah. This is a good time to bring up uh, firstborn child, uh, Debbie. Uh-huh. And her husband, Gary, our Uncle Gary. Uncle Gary could be like his own little mini episode, too. So all of the awkward socialness of um, Jeffrey Dahmer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe Para without the adorability. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's, um, yeah. I mean. Um, his hobby is being a scout leader. Yeah, his hobby is being a Boy Scout. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah. Uh, all their hobbies do not include seeing a barber, uh, being Definitely a subscriber of Dollar Shave Club, or Harry's, choose your ad. He, now that he's older and like his hair is all white and stuff, he's often confused for Wish version Santa. However, Fremont has taken full advantage of that because as far as I know, for at least the last five years, he has been the resident Santa Claus at the little house that's in the uh, Veterans Park at Fremont. There's like a little, it's not cardboard, it's made out of real wood, but just like this little house that they bring in. It kind of looks like Candy Lane, little house with stuff on it, and then you, the, the kids can go in and visit Santa and tell them what they want for Christmas. He's in that house letting children sit on his lap. My concern is that the city's letting him do it Uh because, um, yeah. Look, 
I'm not going to say anything about Gary. The only thing I'll say is, you know, <laughs> the old joke about we all have a funny uncle. Uh-huh. We'll just leave it there. <laughs> uh, Every time uh, Christmas rolls around and I see my Facebook friends are like posting their like cutesy Saturday afternoon. Oh, the kids went to visit Santa and I instantly recognize that it's Gary. I go mm, you know, a little yeah. bit. Ugh. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Like when you were young and in the hospital. Well, yeah, I'll talk about this a little bit on another episode, but like. And us kids had to be shipped off somewhere so mom and dad could see each other in Ann Arbor to go visit Sandra. Like, they took Christina with if David and I were staying at Gary and Debbie's. But say if you went to Grandma Lois's and Grandpa Bell's. Yeah, the three of us got shipped there. Yeah, uh-huh. naturally. Yep. Go figure. You know who never volunteered to take us? Grandpa Dave and Grandma Flo, apparently. Yeah, no. <laughs> They said, we have done our time. Exactly. Don't even look at us. Exactly. Yeah, they're like, oh, man, they can come job. into the house if they're sick mm-hmm. or Christmas Eve or Christmas morning. But other than that, we don't want any of y'all in our fucking house. Yeah. No overnight stays. Transit only. Uh-huh. Yeah. You can use this like a, a bus stop. Uh, but that's about <laughs> it. <laughs> yep. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Let's see. And so next up would be Susan would be the next oldest. Um, she was for a short time married to James, though I don't think we'll have a whole lot to say about that because they just didn't interact with us much. I do have a story about James. Oh, do tell. <laughs> so the only thing I got is the wedding. So, um, so Susan moved to North Carolina. Uh, when she was in college, I believe, and she ended up staying down there, and she married a man, that's James, and they have two children together. They have since divorced, but um, (laughs) I remember we went for a little summer trip over to um, Aunt Susan's house that, you know, we're going to go to their beach house. Like, they, another relative of ours that lived a much different lifestyle, Mm -hmm. um, that she had a beach home and um, who was not invited to the beach home. Oh, I remember <laughs> right here. It's all right. Keep talking. Fine. And um, while we were at their um, regular residence, uh, Melissa was quite young. She's the oldest of the two children. And she had a um, computer game back when, you know, PCs, if you're, if you're going to play a game, you're going to bust out the old CD ROM. And, uh, it was a it was a learning computer game. It was uh, the setting was uh, a summer camp for these little cartoon kids, and you'd go do uh, an activity, and it was either an English question or a math question. And um, I we didn't have materials like this in our household. <laughs> no, so I was just like, oh, I'm having fun and I'm learning. I'm like, what is this? So um, I played it for a little while with Melissa, but I am five years older than Melissa. So I know how to run a computer by myself. Like barely. This is when um, home computers were becoming more common mm-hmm. and the internet was blossoming. This would as, have been just post windows 95. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so at one point everybody's kind of, you know, doing their own thing and I'm, you know, trying to find something for myself to do. And I was just like, Oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go play that computer game. So I go up there booted up the computer, waited for it to do its thing, and then I opened the little CD uh, tray, put put the CD-ROM in there, and I give it 
give it a shove and it closes. And James comes in the room. He realizes I'm on the family PC alone. And he said, what are you doing? And I, I don't have many interactions with James, so I don't mm-hmm. know who he is as a person. He just comes in and he's like, well, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I'm playing this computer game. And he's like, well, who said you could do that? And I was just like, well, Susan told me to just go off and play. And I was like, Melissa's like too young for me to like, I don't want to play whatever toddler game she's mm-hmm. playing. So I was just like, I just, I just figured I'd get on the computer because you're so Melissa would have been like five at the time. And I was just like, so um, if your five-year-old daughter was on the computer, I assumed I could also be on the computer at mm-hmm. nine or ten years old. Then he very quizzically looks at me, and he's just like, well, if you're booting up that game, he's just like, show me how you put it together. He he wanted proof that I knew how to interact with this PC. And I was like, but I already, like, I already put the disc in. He's just like, no, take it back out and show me how you did it. And I was like... I'm alone in the room with this man and I'm like getting really freaked out. I'm like, why does he want, what is this? What is happening? So I, the, the prompt for the game pops up. Yep. The auto run. Yeah. And so I just hit quit. I hit the eject on the, on the tower and it pops up. So I was just like, okay. So I pulled the CD-ROM out in my hand Mm -hmm. and I showed him, I gestured at him and I put the CD-ROM back in the tray and then I pushed the tray closed. That's when he lost it. He said, why did you not hit the reject button? Hit the hit the other button. He's just like, why did you push the tray closed? And I'm like, because you can. You literally can. That's that's a thing you can do. I'm just activating the motor for it to grab the tray and bring it back into the computer tower. He's just like, no, you need to hit that button. He's just like, you need to get off this computer right now because obviously you don't know how to use this equipment. And I was like, What? And so he basically rips me out of the computer chair and he's just like, don't even worry about it. He's just like, I will shut this down for you. He's just like, just go do something else. And I was like, "Uh, uh, okay, cool. And I I was like, well, I guess I will be avoiding any interaction or staying out of that man's way for the rest of the time that we are here. And I was, I was like, I don't know this man, but I was like, okay, that was interesting. Mm. So that was one of the very few interactions I had with um, Uncle James. And it was James. You were not to call him Jim. You were not to call him Jimmy. It was James because that was his name of the Bible. That is what his mother called him. You will not call him anything else. It is James. Yeah, we wouldn't have gotten along. (laughs) I would have got him to blow a gasket so quick. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe that's why I wasn't invited. (laughs) Just a... Just a thought. Next up would be the next uh, child born is our mommy, Linda. So we'll be talking about her more in depth. And then the last child born. Was our James. That's right. Demetrius. Okay. Well, no, his name was Jim. But still a proper Greek name. Named after his uncle, Demetrius. So Jim. Very confusingly, well, the first wife we met he had was Linda, though that was his second wife. Yeah, his very first, did he marry Kim? I don't know if he married Kim. That's what I was just thinking about. I was like, I don't know if they actually got married. He definitely had to pay child support for a while. Yeah. That was a whole thing. So 
So he had to have been married to her. Well, you got her knocked up anyway and signed a birth certificate. Yeah. Hmm. He didn't have to pay her alimony, so maybe they didn't get married. Hmm. So we'll go through the list here. So there's Kim. This is funny. I got to go through the list. Then Linda. And then later on, he married Pam. Fucking bitch. Yeah. Oh, ooh. Uh, yeah. Got a cough this season. Sam caught it from caught it as well. Not to be confused with the Pam that is our father's girlfriend. However, same disease. So that facial expression was brilliant. I liked how you <laughs> bit your lip not to laugh out loud. That was that was well done. Thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, don't think you're getting out of that. Over there. <laughs> so yeah, Kim is uh, all right. So Uncle Jim has uh, one child, daughter Jamie. That's uh, that's a lot of drama. Um, <laughs> so we'll just skip that point. We we knew Linda. Uh, which is who Uncle Jim married. We had Aunt Linda. Yeah, that was that was his main squeeze for like ever twenty years, twenty plus yeah. years. And so now we still refer to her as as Aunt Linda, even right. though we were divorced. I never referred to Pam as an aunt. Right. Yeah. Well, let's be clear. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's make sure we're all on the same page because that lady hates me. Like I almost moved in. With Jim and Linda. Jim and Pam. No. Jim and. You don't know about that. Nope. Okay. Okay. So not too long after I was married, when we lived on Orchard Circle. Okay. Uncle Jim was pitching me hard to Mm -hmm. come work for him and his. uh, I remember that. ISP. Josh was very, very young at the time. And so was Jenna, uh, my two kids. So Linda couldn't have kids. Right. And so they really wanted us to move in. They knew that I needed the help and, it, and we weren't sure if Amy was going to stick around, but really needed the help. I needed the help and needed a good start in life. And they were offering it. So we were looking at schools down there and stuff. We were looking at apartments to live in stuff like that stuff around Lake of the Ozarks. And we were a hair away from pulling the trigger on doing that. <laughs> Amy had another temper tantrum and that killed it. You know, Linda wanted us down there in hindsight for a couple of reasons. One was she wasn't going to get the opportunity for kids, let alone right. grandkids. She, want, she wanted the pitter patter in exactly. her household. And my kids at the time were so fucking cute. Yeah. I mean, they really were. You're not lying. They They were. I mean, but as grandma Lois says, you know, uh, cute in the crib, homely at the table. So, <laughs> oh, we got another mug. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Who's taking notes about this? Oh my Holy god! Shit. Yeah, you handed me a pen. Why am I not oh, writing yeah, any of this yeah, down? Come on, let's go it out here. <laughs> and I haven't brought up any of my questions for this episode either. Oh shit! Yeah, right. yeah. So we're we're running way behind. We're, we're behind. Already over. Yep. All right. Uh, unedited. We're past two hours. <laughs> so. Yeah, we were we were a sea hair away from that, and that would have been awesome because I had brought them down not too long prior to that for uh, 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 Thanksgiving, I think it was, and Linda just absolutely fell in love with the kids and Amy. 
Well, she had patience for Amy because um, Linda has, I don't know whether it's, you know, not to put her business out there, but whether she has depression or if it was bipolar. Mm. So she understood a lot about where Amy that, was coming okay, from. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. And Linda was having a rough night. And so she went to bed early. Slash, I can't, too much going on down here. Yeah. Because we were there. You know, obviously mom was there. Dorteo and Sue were there. And I think there was somebody else. Grandpa might have been there. I don't remember for sure. But anyway, there's a whole pile of us there. It was just a lot, right? And, you know, we're one big Greek family, so we're not what you call quiet. <laughs> no one has ever described us as quiet. That has never been an adjective used unless the word in no fucking way, unless that was used first, the quiet has never been used. Um, so anyway, she went to, she went to bed early. Well, anyway, Amy had ran, run out of her medication, her, her medication for bipolar. Okay. We were calling and we got, we finally got the pharmacy to transfer it to the pharmacy over in Camden. So I'm over there. I'm like begging mom. I said, look, I need to use your car. I got to go to this prescription. She's like, oh, whatever, you know, just tough it out. Well, you know, we'll go get it tomorrow or, you know, whenever we go into town, whenever we get time and I'm going to Aunt Sue. I'm like, Aunt Sue, look, I need, I need this car. I need to go do this. And I'm, I'm fucking begging these people. And they're just like, whatever, get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Freaking Aunt Linda came out of her bedroom and fucking berated mom and Sue. I mean, cut them down to about an inch tall and basically just kind of said, both of you fucking bitches are going to get in that fucking car and you're going to take her to go get her goddamn medication. <laughs> if you in any way think this is appropriate behavior, you can get the fuck out now. Wow. So we got in the car and, <laughs> and I was like, I finally have an aunt I like. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. <laughs> and meanwhile amy's like you finally have a relative i like and, <laughs> and so we went and got her medication we came back and then her and uncle jim sat outside in the garage and smoked weed all night because amy brought weed which she expressly promised she was not going to put in her purse because we were not transporting shit across state lines she was like there's no way i would do that to you and put you in that sort of a position with that kind of risk so anyway. Jim, want to smoke weed? Yep. <laughs> oh! Anyway. So anyway, that's uh, the family in a nutshell. The only thing we didn't mention was we did mention um, Susan's child. We only mentioned one kid. Yeah. We didn't mention Andrew. Right. So Andrew's another one. That's Aunt Sue's uh, youngest. He's the youngest cousin. On the mm -hmm. Van Dyke side, too. Yeah, absolutely. On the Petropolis side. On the side, Petropolis side, yeah. I should probably say Dale was married, was married to, um, they got divorced before he died. Uh, may his memory be eternal. To our Aunt Michelle. And uh, they had two children, um, Brennan and Mariah. Estranged. You will get to know that whole fam damnly. I'm sure a lot better. Uh-huh. In the special Dale episode. Uh, episode <laughs> maybe the I'm taking notes here and I realize I don't think I know how to spell Mariah anyway so I think we covered the main thing oh no we didn't our brother David that fuck face 
he has a baby mama, Rena, and they have Audrey together. And Rena has some other kids too uh, later on, uh, not with uh, David. Christina had um, you know some children before her passing. So though that'll all come up. I, I, I think we're, we're still working out how we want to approach. Yeah. Uh, are, are we going to dance around some things? Or are we just going to jump in with both feet? You know, here's the thing. I'm going to tell you 100% of the time we're going to dance around it. Okay. With that being said, I already know me. I don't, I'm not going to be able to resist jumping right into that. I won't either, just because I. I can't. It's still too raw, even after all. This it really time. is, and I personally have this thing about. I'm sure there's a phrase, a word for it, but basically, talking very like that whole like don't speak ill of the dead. I don't believe in that at all, and like completely ignoring the terrible things that people have done or to their family. And to only, like, remember the good times. And mm-hmm. it's like, okay, well, that's nice and all, but their decisions directly affected other people's lives, which we are still reeling with today. Correct. So it's like, how do you dance around this without, like, being like, well, we don't see Justin that much anymore. We don't see the other two at all. Mm-hmm. Um, we're just not going to talk about why. Correct. Um, no and then way. we're not going to talk about the why behind that. Like, exactly. It, it almost can't. You can't. You can't. So I, I think this is a good time to say this. I mean, just to be clear, in what we're doing, some names are being changed. Yes. Not because we don't feel comfortable with putting people on blast, but we also recognize that certain individuals' behavior has been particularly abhorrent and disgusting. And as much as I would like to put them on blast, I don't think that's going to help the situation, make it better. And I don't think that's going to help those individuals come to this realization that their behavior has been inappropriate and that it's time to do some self-reflection. That would only put off that day of reckoning. And, and, And there's no justice served in that. With that being said, there are people we're going to talk about, one in particular we may, who, um, I'll tell you right now, if I met him in a dark alley, I'd put the goddamn boots to him and smile the whole time and not feel bad and, and not even go to confession over it <laughs> unless it was to high five my priest. <laughs> With that being said, I don't even care if the alley is dark or well lit or if it's not an alley and it's public street with cameras. I'll still do it with great joy in my heart. I'm not telling you that. Cause I think it, that makes it like, I'm not telling you that. Cause I think that's, that's an okay feeling, or I think that's right. That's just how I feel. I'm fine with that. I'm good with me in that regard. That's not where I'm working to change things with as it relates to that. Yeah. I, I feel the same way. I am not a person who holds grudges. I just, I just don't have energy for that sort of thing. I got too much other bullshit going on in my life. Mm-hmm. However, I hold a special place of contempt in my heart for this person. Oh, absolutely. And I can forgive anything <laughs> in the world, but this this one individual, I don't I I don't know the level of arrogance. Yes. 
That's the part that gets me. There is no innocent mistake. There is no none of that. It is complete callousness and coldness of heart. Mm-hmm. And raw intention. Yep. There was no happy accidents about how things worked out or anything. This was the intent. Correct. And yet somehow with all of that, this person got away with everything. They sure did. It's the opposite of cosmic justice. <laughs> yeah. So, just uh, anyway. The the bitterness that hangs there, like it just it'll never go away. The the path of destruction that was caused is so wide and so deep. Yes. Yep. It's and and nothing when it all came to a head, that still hangs the way it was left. There was no resolve. There was no like, okay, well, there's a silver lining to this. No, it just sometimes life just really fucks you. And you're like, wow, there is really nothing good in this world. Oh, absolutely. And you really have to search to get through the day to be like, okay, well, this isn't so bad. This completely unrelated thing. It's, um. Yeah, there, there's a lot to be said on on that. For I realize we're being like really vague right now because there's so much to be said, and we want to say all of it in just like one. Get it done. Get I, it over with. Yes. Yep. And we're talking. This is this isn't like something that happened last week. This this is this is years ago, and uh, like twelve years ago. Uh huh. And still, you got your eratapine spoon. I can lick. <laughs> I mean, I have it in pill form now. <laughs> oh, that's right. You're a big girl now. I'm a big girl now. Yeah, it's still fun sized. So I wanna grow up. Uh all right. So that is uh our, our our family here in a nutshell. We're gonna have to break down, as you can tell, with a lot of these as individual some of these are gonna have to be like little individual episodes. I still we still haven't figured out how we're gonna deviate from the main story on some of these. Little tangents. Do you want me to save my questions for later, or do you want? I, oh. only, I only got five questions. Oh well, for fire that. away. We're <laughs> I, already only two hours and seventeen minutes and fifteen seconds. Beep, I did. I didn't the, want uh, to unedited um, version. So please, by all means. I I didn't want to interject because there was just so much like groundwork to be laid. Yeah, I was just gonna let you. No, and, do unless your thing. you think you can stick it in somewhere else, then uh, I think we should use them. Well, I could. I can just say what they are, and then you can answer them. And if you think they need to be. Okay. Puzzle pieced in somewhere else. On the next episode, we reach our exciting conclusion of We Are Family Part 4, where I finally answer Sandra's questions. At least one of us came prepared for this episode. Hint, it wasn't me. If you like the podcast you just heard, please like and subscribe. If you'd like to support the show, check us out at patreon.com slash pessimism and pop tarts. There are special benefits for members, such as ad-free listening, early access, and free and discounted merch for members. There's a plan for any budget, from tent campers to those of you MFers throwing around RV money. You can also get the latest updates on our website, pessimismandpoptarts.com. Whether you're a patron or just like the show, please tell your friends. And if you hate the show, you know what? Tell your enemies. Because frankly, they sound awesome. Anyway, until next time.